0: everybody welcome back to the ifl podcast i'm your lovely host miss shay ruff and i'm so excited that you guys are back with us in 2022 it has been interesting and character building over these this break season i just want to thank you guys so much for still listening still downloading and still sharing us with your friends i'm forever grateful so we're back and so of course in the ifl nature. We always talk about the topics that are very important to our listeners and also the experiences that we're having right now ourselves. So we're honest, we're truthful, and so we're here to talk about it. And so we're kicking it off with marriage. We're going to do the marriage edition and then we're going to go into the friendship edition. So today I have this lovely, lovely couple. They are newlyweds, and I love them very, very much because they are near and dear to my heart, literally. And so we have the wonderful Mr. and Mrs. Paul Howard Jr., PJ and Taylor here with us today. Thank you guys for being here.
1: Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us.
0: Thank you. Thank you. So PJ is all things computer engineering, computer technology. He's so smart and anytime you need something you call BJ tech wise and so the beautiful mrs taylor she is in progressive politics so we're gonna have her back for a hot topic with that coming up soon so you know we don't take long guys we just hop right into it so today we're gonna talk about what does marriage mean to you and the reason why we're talking about this topic is because for some people marriage is still the goal and for some people it's like ah eh, not so much so pj and taylor so if you guys would define marriage in your own words
1: i'll let you go first
2: of course um well marriage to me is a piece of paper i don't know it's, it's legal it's a legally binding contract just like first and foremost but also it's like an agreement in a partnership. to, you know, to be with each other and to build, um, above all else.
0: EJ?
1: Uh, marriage to me is like, I think it's a, it's a communion. It's a partnership. It's two people coming together to build something and expound on what they already have. You know, they realize that they can do better with each other. And so they help each other grow. I mean, I think it's A beautiful thing, and it's uh it's a part of the building blocks that you need to help at the end of the day raise a family. You know, we're all here at the end of the day, one way or another, to procreate at some point. Right. That's what the original thing would be. And so having the marriage helps with that, along with I think it's grown into from a modern aspect into a partnership, you know, business ventures and what have you. I'd rather do business ventures and that type of partnership with somebody that I know I can undoubtedly trust no matter what. And so I, I got the best of both worlds in that situation.
0: <laughs> so I love that. So I love everything that both of you said. And I'm definitely gonna come back to Taylor when she said a piece of paper because, ooh, ooh I've heard that a lot. So, okay, now that you guys have to find marriage in your own words, what do you think marriage is in today's terms? So the reason why I'm asking that is because you know marriage has progressed as we have progressed, you know, over the years. So at one point it was the family base. You man, wife, married, children, man goes to work, woman, you know, stays in the house, work in the house, and then we got progressive in the 60s, women rights and all of those things. What do you think that marriage is can can you define marriage in today's terms?
2: i mean okay well to me honestly like i don't think it's changed much like sure like society and culture has changed and you know i guess women are more out there working but as a black person as a black woman we always been working like we, we that that's never really been not a thing so honestly i mean maybe just responsibilities and roles maybe that shifted you know become more progressive but like as it stands as two people coming together saying, you know, they want to be a union, be a family and potentially have kids. Cause like, you, you say, like everybody's in a role to procreate. I don't, not everybody's here procreate, um, but whether or not, you know, you decide to do that, but you decide two people come together and like build and live together and expand and have, be your own family. I mean.
1: I mean, I, I put the caveat originally, but you know, like, <laughs> thanks change. um uh so for me uh sorry um, oh, <laughs> uh, say the question one more time so just a
0: defining marriage in today's terms, because we right. you know things have progressed right. everything has, pro- has progressed and then you know taylor just mentioned roles like roles have changed so now you know women are more so out of the house and men are starting to go in the house and then there are teams where you guys are both out of the house, you know, doing work, are you at home doing together, you're building businesses or working uh, corporate jobs, climbing the corporate ladder. So, you know, just defining it in, in terms today.
1: So in terms today, I mean, there are there is that traditional aspect to it, but then at the same time it has grown. I mean, you, you'd be lying to yourself if you thought otherwise. Um, Going into marriage these days, you have to know that it's expanded. And on one hand, it can be very simple. On the other hand, it can be, I won't necessarily say complicated. It's just expanded. You know, roles change sometimes. You know, there might be, there, there, there there's billions of different people. And that means there's billions, billions of different ways that couples can come together and roles that they can play. I think the traditional point is still there because I can let you know now, if I was making High six figures or a million dollars a year, I doubt she'd be working. You know?
0: No, <laughs> no, Taylor, <laughs> wait. Okay, yes, please. Thank you, thank you, PJ, I, for I, today.
1: I doubt she would work. Which I'd be more than fine with. You know, at the end of the day, you know, I, there's that part of me as a man thing, whatever you want to call it, that I want to work hard enough to where I can provide. You know, I'm more than happy that she has a job right now and she's doing all those things to help help provide as well. And we're growing together and growing our, you know, ventures. And that's part of partnership. But once I get to that point, because I'm not going to say it, once I get to that point where she can take a break and just chill out, I'm more than okay with that. But, you know, that's something that you have to talk about with your partner, you have to be okay with. There's a lot of things that expand to it. Um, Marriage in today's society, I think, you know, it's I just think that Sometimes I think that people make it more complicated than it needs to be. it's 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 a very, like, for as much as people put around it, it's a very simple venture. Yes, you're putting, you're bringing families together. Yes, you're bringing lives together. But if you really think about it on its face, you know, it's, only thing that changes is that there is a title to it. And, you know, there are other things like you live together or whatever the case, because some people may not have, but then some people are living together and all that stuff. So it's like, what's the difference? I think it's just that commitment aspect that some people have issues with or what have you. But at the end of the day, you know, not going on a tangent, I just think that the modern aspect of it has expanded, but I think it still keeps its traditional values. And I think that's what lends to still have the marriages work as they do.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right, so let's let's talk about roles, right? So I'm glad you tapped into that because um, everybody, I think defining marriage roles before you get married is a really, really good idea because we all have a preconceived notion of what we think marriage is. And so a lot of people get married thinking it's one thing and it's really something else, right? And so, um, and and I personally, I've experienced it thinking like, oh, well, I thought it was supposed to go this way. And no, it's not supposed to go this way. But I think marriage is dependent upon the people who are getting into that marriage. It is solely depends on you. And I don't think it's a cookie cutaway. Yes, like you said, the traditional, you know, the traditional, yes, the wedding vows, you know, the wedding sometimes, just depending on the people. And some people are opting out not to have a wedding. Some people are opting into, let's just do this and then go, you know, take the money that we was going to spend on a wedding and buy a house or vice versa or whatever. So let's let's get into roles. So I'm going to switch, right? So Taylor, I'm going to ask you, what do you believe the role of a husband is?
2: Um, The role of a husband... Ooh, I don't like I guess just love I don't want to say protect protect provide yeah you know, I don't know like contribute you know love show love um be there be reliable um be a rock and I don't know just just be you know we're a union and I, it's not anything I've really honestly ever given much thought to besides, like, you know, who you see in a partner, what you want in a partner. And then essentially, that's what makes a good husband. I think it, it could be different for anybody. Um, for me, I guess what I see in Paul, like, what makes him a good husband.
0: <laughs> I love this. <laughs> I, I wish I could see this, this, uh, this eye. going <laughs> on
2: uh, but no, he was like, literally he's brought me food. He takes care of me. He shows love, like when I'm sick, you know, doing things that you don't have to ask to do. Of course, you gotta ask to do some things, but like for the most part, you know, the important things like you don't even have to ask. And just like, just being reliable and just being able to trust him, you know, um, in everything, like the little things, like he is not a liability. You know, <laughs> and that's the important, like that's the important thing, like in anybody in your life, like like I, I kind of before we even got married when we would talk about it, like I kind of said marriage is a business, like of course it's all love and yada yada yada, but it's a business and you cannot tie yourself to no liability, um, and I think I don't know, I think everything I say would kind of I don't want to speak for him, but like I feel like it applies both ways. Okay.
0: I'm going to come back, I'm going to come back, sailor. So, PJ, what is your thoughts, a definition of, or what do you think the role of a wife is, or should be?
1: Well, you know, in the, I'll start here. In the basic terms, I believe it's the role of a wife is to, in order for me to go out and be successful, in order for me to go out and protect, provide, not be that liability you need that backbone of somebody that know that know that you knows that has has your back if you fall whatever the case may be that person has you because at the end of the day they know as soon as they pick you up you're going to go back and start rolling and making whatever happened needs to happen Um, you know the role of the wife is being that backbone but that backbone that trustworthy person because yes you can have the rock that you can always lean on but you still got to be able to stand up straight And so um, what she provides in that role, what makes her such a good wife to me, is just, you know, that supplementary aspects, the love that you need, just the little tweaks here and there. And then if there is something I'm like, hey, baby, I need you to do this or whatever the case may be, she listens, she understands, like, I got you, we'll work on that. The only other thing that she don't that we had to deal with that is on being on time, but that is what it is. I think that's a family trick from her. But listen, beauty her.
0: takes time, okay? Mm-hmm. Is that but,
1: is? but but <laughs> otherwise, like honestly, she plays that role really well. Um, I think you know the 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 basic wouldn't be like the natural maternity stuff, you know, you know, raising children at home. But the the number one thing I want I. Pride myself on, and I've explained to her, is that it's not going to all be on you. Yes, you hold the, the ways as the mother, whatever, those things come naturally in that circumstance, but there will never be a time where it's all on you to go take little Paul to go to his doctor's appointment or go, you know, we got to go pick up the kids from, you know, basketball practice. Yes, we don't have that and stuff yet, but. I promised her and I could say it over and over time blue in the face that it will never be a time where that's all dead set on her. Shoot, you know, even cooking, I'll be honest with you, I cook more. And like, yeah, you can roll your eyes out.
2: Depends on the week.
1: I cook more, but as time goes, I think we'll have kids, she'll cook a lot more and stuff like that. But I think what I what I mean to say is like some of those things can be shared it can still be, you know, a main role of, you know, the natural or basic structure, but it can be shared because when it's shared, it puts less of the onus and the tiredness and what can wear down a person on that person. And that's what I want to do. And what I think is the evolution of modern marriage to that extent is do this stuff that take A little bit extra off that person so you can keep them fresh, keep them involved, new, rather than just allowing them to just burn out and feel feel regretful. That's something you would never want in person. You would want and one of the biggest things I think roles and stuff that she does, she communicates pretty well. And communicates to me what she needs, what's needed, and that's that's really good because that's a role that in the house you need is the communicator. And at the same time, she's really good with. In the communication aspect, she's good with books, like keeping the books, keeping notes, all that stuff. Because I am nowhere near as uh, what do you word
2: organized. organized.
1: There you go. I'm nowhere near as organized as her, and that's her. when she plays that role great. I know you won't have an issue with that. I'm then go get it done. Just tell me what to do.
0: <laughs> so okay, you both said a lot. And so I'm 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 trying to choose which which part I want to start with. So. Well, let me ask you both this really quickly. So with marriage, do you believe that it will always be 50-50? Probably not, no. No. (laughs) Can I say thank y'all for saying that? Can I say thank you for saying that? The reason why I'm thanking you guys for saying that is because, again, you know, it's all about perception. We all have this preconceived notion of what um, marriage is. The the number one word that I would use if someone asked me to define marriage is support. I got your back. You got my back, vice versa. You know what I mean? Because sometimes it's going to be 90-10. Sometimes it's going to be 80-20. Sometimes it's going to be 50-50. Sometimes 60-40. And I think when it comes to responsibility, a lot of people... Shot away from it because before they were married, they really weren't responsible, nor were they self aware about their flaws to even try to work on them or to say, Hey, listen, like you said, Jay, you was like, Listen, I'm not good with structure. She got it. Like, if we have to take care of the books, if we have to organize something or get something structured, I'm gonna lean to Taylor to handle it, you know what I mean? And so that's one, that's applaudable because you're self-aware that, you know, hey, I'm not the greatest with that, so I, I lean to my wife to that. And then also being able to place to her strengths, and then she she being able to place to your strengths. And so when you said cooking, that you cook, I'm not gonna lie, I grew up where the men were domestic. They cook, they bake, you know, they clean or whatever. Um, my baby brother bakes and he is savage. When he, and so it, it's amazing to me, you know, cause some people like, you know, some men are just like, ah, nah, I'm not about to do that. I'm not about to clean. I'm not about to wash clothes or anything like that. So I'm glad that you guys define the the roles that way. And I'm glad that you have a clear understanding of that because also being new because a lot of people are not, they're not there, right? They, they're just not there or whatever. So it's like trial and error. Pretty much. Yeah. So
1: yeah. yeah, go ahead, PJ. You wanted to say something. Um, I would just say that, you know, I think that's a generational thing as far as like the domestic aspects. I right, cause for example, I would say I probably picked up my aspects. It's like my mother taught me how to cook, but my dad taught me that it's okay to cook. And then my great uncle reinforced that it's okay to take care of the home as well. He showed me a lot in that and uh really brought that home you know i'm still working on that in certain areas you know being more you know cleaning up more often what have you but <laughs> at the end of the day they you know i think that's a good point you'll find that a lot more now that you know you those mixing of what's usually one role is mixing into another and that's okay in that aspect because it's not something that totally defines a role or what have you um
2: I think also, because, like we were together eight years before we got married, too. So you had plenty of time to try, even though we didn't even live together that long before we got married, but we just still have plenty of time to figure a lot of stuff out and talk about this stuff a lot. we have talked about it a lot. We had a lot of conversations like beforehand, cause I don't know, I just had seen how things go. I think we both have and so just like making sure we get that stuff out of the way we like we we you know we like talk
1: that nausea yeah
2: yeah <laughs> but I love it though and I'm glad that you said that because
0: um I guess we, yeah let's talk about that too. So um living together before you're married, right? So some traditionally say it's forbidden like you don't you don't live with anybody until you get married. And then you know others are just like, well, I don't want to wait until my marriage date to figure out that they're slowed. Like I need to know beforehand so I know how to deal with it, right? So mm-hmm. what was your what was your take on living together before you got married? And how long did you guys live together before you got married?
1: So um be so I wanted to be as traditional as possible. So How I ended up going was we um, got engaged first, got engaged, and then after that, I started working my butt off to secure our home and what have you. So we went through the whole process of, you you know, buying a house and all that. And by that point, we had been engaged for like seven months, something like that. By the time we moved in together... And then we use that time. I mean, I was like, that's close enough. We, base, we, we get married. It's, it's happening. We're engaged. You got a ring the whole nine. So in the and then once the time turned where we started living together and what have you, I think we saw certain things of each other and aspects and stuff to get used to, learn and, you know, be able to talk through even more. Because, I mean, as I said, we hadn't lived with each other before to that point. So it was a learning curve between that April to July to August when we got married, and it's still a learning curve. because the, the day we, you know, still newlyweds. So honestly,
2: it was like the end of April that we moved in together. So it was like really May, June, July, like only like three months and some change that we mm-hmm. lived together before we got married um even my family on my side like are are more traditional as well so like, I don't even think they would they wouldn't have been okay with me moving in with him if we weren't engaged at least yeah. um and honestly I think we we adapted pretty well like I don't th- I think we got into one argument about groceries and that's oh. <laughs> that about it
1: like yeah. yeah see I can't remember I mean, like it's yeah. it it, it, it Yeah, I think we've been back there pretty well. You have your things. Like, nothing's ever truly perfect, but it's perfect enough for
0: me. Listen, if y'all argued about groceries, that's the least of your worries. (laughs) You know what I mean? That Like, groceries can be fixed. It's not It's a million grocery stores we can fix that with. It's not a problem. Mm -hmm. So that's awesome. And I'm glad that you said that because it was the the same for Phil and I. Um, We actually um, were engaged pretty much. Um, when, um, when we moved in together and then it was like a year and some change ish before we got married. And so, um, and, and I grew up traditional as well. Um, I didn't come from a tradi- traditional household. My mom was a single parent. So it was pretty much like we all was the second parent pretty much and just navigating through that or whatever. But I still, in my mind was like, ah, nope. I'm not moving in with nobody because you know, and I'm very territorial. So I like my space. And so if I feel like you're trying to invade my space, then we got problems. So <laughs> that was my my take on that. That's amazing to hear you guys say that. And it and you know not you know saying do what works for you. Not saying that you know how you do it is the wrong way, the right way, or whatever. I just believe being engaged, which is a step to marriage. Alleviates a lot of extra stuff um because people do get comfortable and they get to the point where yes, I've been here for ten years and we ain't married yet. We ain't mm-hmm. talked about rings. We ain't talked about nothing or whatever. And so I did see some of that when I was growing up, not necessarily in my household, but just outside the household or whatever. And I was like, yeah, I'm not about to ten years to do what? I yeah. could have done two degrees, bought three houses, like. 10 years is a very, very long time to sit around and wait for somebody or whatever. And then, you know, you know, you literally, you know, I used to hear people say that all the time and I'm like, that don't make sense. But literally it was like, yeah, this, this is the guy, like he's the one, like he, this is it. This is the benediction pretty much. So I'm glad that we was able to touch on that. So do you believe this is the next question that I have guys, do you believe that marriage is for everyone? no no No. Probably (laughs) probably not okay okay oh yeah I um I believe the same thing too I believe that marriage isn't for everyone I do believe that you know we as human beings we do um crave companionship right but for some people you know PJ you brought up commitment it's about commitment right some people just can't commit to something such so long term because some people do look at marriage like uh yeah so i'm bound for the rest of my life to this situation and some people start getting anxiety from stuff like that right oh i don't believe that marriage is for everyone either i do believe that for those it's for it's gonna work and for those that you know it isn't for i mean they just that's their choice Um, for them not to be married. So, okay, all right. So how did you guys know that marriage was for you?
1: Uh, Well, so I'll say this. I knew marriage was for me. And I knew when I wanted to be married to her. Now, when I broached the idea at first, there was some anxiety because as you said the whole commitment aspect and there was a lot of conversations between me and her about that and what have you and and I think it was more so just because of the stuff that you see out you know the ether social media all that stuff where you see people oh well this person's not keeping up this and this person's not doing this and so it was kind of overcoming those aspects because at the end of the day you know, that's not us. That's not you. And that's not necessarily the norm either. And we have to realize that, that, you know, to some extent or another, that with social media, with what's put on TV and put in front of us now, a lot of it is actually built to, for us, it pushes and and exposes a single mind, a single lifestyle, lifestyle. And to keep Frivolous attachments and what have you, and I think you have to get outside of that and see that for yourself to really know and understand that marriage is for you. Yeah, I knew it was for me. It took a little growing. She figured it was for her too, <laughs> and you know, it, sometimes you do have to be. Pers- I can say I was a little persistent because I knew, without a shadow of a doubt, I wanted to marry her. So I was more than willing to be a little persistent, have all the conversations needed and what have you. Yeah. And that's okay. It was no pushiness. It's just, you know what you want and you lay it at the table and if you guys can make it work, you can. Yeah. So uh, here we are.
2: <laughs> yeah. I'm a, um, yeah, I'm a, I'm a very like go with the flow type person. Like honestly, when I was younger, like I never even like, I wasn't against it I didn't but I didn't daydream about it like I didn't think about my dream wedding like it's never been anything that I was like yeah it'll happen if it happens you know whatever like I th- I think when you're younger you do have the idea like um by the time I'm 25 I'm getting married I'm gonna have two kids and like obviously yo no that wasn't the case or whatever and as you get older you're like yeah no yeah right. I'm good. but yeah and I think with that like also just me being very like as you said, very to myself, I value my, 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 um, yes. my space, my, you not even solitude, but just like my identity, my, who I am. And I don't, I won't uh, compromise or, or, oh, well, I will compromise, but like who I am as a person, no, like, and, and, you know, my happiness and all that stuff. And then, you know, as you said, like you hear and you see a lot of other people's situations and how it's gone and it kind of like scares you so you're just like uh, uh, we'll see and so like I was never in any kind of a rush um yeah I was definitely scared too because I don't know you know I think mean, you could feel when it's getting closer and you're like oh oh, god!" Okay. like what's going on <laughs> but ultimately yeah no like he was right I mean um I'm happy with it I'm happy with the decision I made like I wouldn't you know, do it any different. Um, Yeah. Why it's right for me. I mean, that was ultimately the question, right? Like, why is marriage right for us? Yeah. yeah, I mean, just having that person, that partner, like, you know, you have your person, you have your, you know, your, your equal, your, your counterpart, um, your other whole that you can you know go to and you can rely on each other and it's just like to have someone else in life like i don't know it's one thing to have friends which are very important as well but like just to have your you know your 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 ace like it's it's super valuable and i i don't know i was never really have never really pushed marriage on other people and i think like when your first question is like how has marriage changed in modern times like i think now it's like more acceptable to not get married and to just like spend 10 years wasting years but like over that time like even so like you're not there's certain rights that you're not getting there's certain like there's certain treatment there's certain perks there's certain um like lo- things the law provides you when you are a married person that that um you do not get as a single person or in a long-term relationship person. Yeah,
0: I want to say that I uh, thank God for my children and my husband when it comes to tax season because the way this life is set up as an entrepreneur, (laughs) listen, it's a benefit. It definitely is. And so I I love love that you guys have this love story and I'm trying not to, you know, (laughs) ask in a moment but um i um, i definitely can appreciate what you guys are building because you're on the right track you know and so um and so i mean it's biblical you know how can two go, go together if they don't agree and so you guys you know agree on a lot and so it's just it's wonderful to hear so i'm i'm happy about that so knowing that marriage is for you let me see for me it's the same like i've always known that i I was a wife even as a little girl walking around with a tiara on my head and all of this other stuff. Um, (laughs) And then when I got older or whatever, I mean, I went through my young years, my dumb years, and all of that other stuff or whatever, but I still would set the table as if I was setting it for my family and for my husband. And so I would still make up my bed as if, you know, my husband was there and stuff like that. And so that was just me visualizing um, for me, but I always knew that I was meant to be somebody's wife because otherwise I could not be dating right now. I literally would, I don't know what I'll be doing, but I could not be dating right now because it's just the dating
1: game the of- day these days is treacherous for what it sounds like. Yeah, from,
0: from it's from ghetto. It ain't what you want.
1: And I was like, i I hung out my jersey at a really good time.
0: Yeah, it's, it's very ghetto. And so I'm glad, you know, so far as dating because honestly you don't stop dating when you get married because you're dating yourself so you know um that doesn't change but good grief i cannot be married at this point so you guys we are at the end of this podcast and so what i do is i ask all of my guests to give advice um to listeners you know i I try to answer i try to ask the questions that they may be asking so this, will, this question is a two-part question, so I'm split it between you guys, okay? So, PJ, what would you say to someone from a newlywed perspective that um, is waiting to get married?
1: Um, I would say if you're in a newlywed and you're waiting, so basically they, they're engaged, is that what you're saying?
0: Not engaged.
1: Okay, there. Just they're, know that it's in the
0: future, they're just hoping. hopeful. Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. I would say with your future significant other, ask questions. Be open about what you're, about yourself and what you want for yourself. And above all, communication is very key because you guys have to be on the same page in order for this whole thing to work as it is. I think that when you ask questions, you find, you ask questions and you keep asking them, you find all the answers you need. And when you see them, believe it. It's kind of like, you know, when a person shows you who you are, believe them. It's really that simple. And I think if you take the time to really ask the questions, really look at that person that you're potentially seeing as, you know, a marriage partner, asking the questions, asking the right questions will Definitely leads you in the right direction as far as the base or the groundwork on which your marriage be built on.
0: Amazing. That was really good. Okay. So, Taylor, what would you say to someone who may be on the fence about getting married?
2: Um, are they like in a relationship potentially, or is just like a light general
0: just in general, whether they're in a relationship or not. You know, as we talked about, you know knowing that marriage is for us whether we were single or not um just you know speaking to someone who no matter what their situation is
2: yeah well I mean I'm not gonna I wouldn't try and like convince anyone of anything it's just if you find that person though that you know you love like not even in some like butterfly you know like passionate I mean it can be passionate but like you know not some dramatic movie type of way but someone that you love consistently can rely on and who shows that same love and effort and consistency with you and if that stands the test of time like then I don't see why not you know if y'all y'all share the same values y'all you know in life if you you know if you work together well like honestly I really feel like that's all it takes but that's rare even though you know despite that all that's all it takes it it can be hard to find and I think sometimes people take it for granted Mm -hmm. um and 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 let it pass them by or they might want to try something else out or or you know if if they get away it's like oh man I need you or want you anyways I know i value it when you have it and if you have it better Stick to it, but hold on tight. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the 10th ring. Right. Hold on to it. Yeah. And I'm glad that you said that. You know, some people do take it for granted because, you know, I think, you know, to an extent, we've experienced all oh, day, I lost one. Or it could have been or something like that, or whatever. Um, but it's definitely important to to receive, because you gotta be open to receive love. And if you don't, you know, if you're not open and you know. I don't know who that's for. Somebody's not open about love, but they want it, which is oxymoronic But yeah, you got to be open to receive love, and and it it definitely will come to you when you open your arms and open your schedule or open whatever it is that you need to open. So and be
2: vulnerable. that that
0: yeah yeah that that's definitely the way to go. So I thank you guys so so much for <laughs> sharing your wedded and marriage um wisdom with, with us. I appreciate it. And so if anybody wanted to ask questions, if you're open to it, ask you questions or connect with you. Do you guys have social media or anything like that?
1: I'll be honest, I don't do social media.
2: He got a Twitter, but um, be The tech he guy does. doesn't do social media. Yeah, right? All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on Instagram, um Taylor Augusta. On Instagram. Yeah, I mean, and I'm on Twitter too. It's Taylor A Augusta on Twitter. But gotcha. Okay. And so again, thank you guys so
0: much for doing this episode with me. I really appreciate it. And so I thank all of you guys for listening and watching because there will be clips on social media uh, just to let you know what's coming up. So we will. Well, I guess we're officially back <laughs> for 2022 And so more episodes will be coming. And so again, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Watching. This has been the IFL Podcast. I'm your lovely host, Shay Ruff. And we'll see you again. See you again real soon. <laughs>